0: Hey, everybody, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, it's Sunday morning, so traditionally on Sundays, we talk about faith and its impact on our lives and that intersection of faith and our lives. And I can begin to tell you how much more relevant this is today because. We literally are living in a day and time when we are seeing true intersectionality. We're seeing the intersection of politics and race as we have never seen it before. We're seeing the intersection of faith. Are people going to church? Is church relevant? How do you feel about yourself? How do you see yourself? And we've never, ever seen a time when people have needed faith before. We've never felt so completely under attack. We've never felt so completely out of it, we don't know whether we're coming or going. And let me tell you how this works out. Uh, this weekend happens to be my daughter's birthday, and traditionally you go out to dinner, right? Well, in July, when my youngest daughter had her birthday, we didn't go out either because we were in the midst of a pandemic that was raging. It's still it's September, and we still can't go out. And they're like, yeah, we gotta go to eat. That's what we do. And I'm like. I ain't touching any plate that anybody else has touched or breathed over. Oh, no, 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 no. That is the intersectionalities that we're talking about, how politics. It was a political decision by an out-of-control leader who determined that the pandemic didn't apply. Who knew the facts was given the facts but still left it untethered, didn't know what to do, didn't want to appear that he didn't know what to do. And because of his ego, he's caused the deaths of over 200,000 people and has impacted our lives. Just yesterday, my daughter went to visit with some old friends from high school. They went to middle school, high school, went to different colleges, so now they're back home. And she went to visit with a friend and learned that because of the pandemic, both parents lost their jobs. Like, like I was breathless. I was so breathless. I, I was staggered at the impact that the pandemic had when both parents, one of whom worked in a similar position where one is almost close to retirement, one of whom worked in, a, in that position for over 23 years and has lost her job because of the pandemic. Imagine that. And the other siblings had to come back home because jobs dried up. We're, you're not getting paid, so every, everything dried up, so it's back to gigging again. If you can get a gig, that is. This is the intersectionality we're talking about, how this has happened. And if you wanted to see a further intersectionality, you should have just tuned into the news this week because the Breonna Taylor verdict came back, and the black attorney general in a southern state like Kentucky decided that no police officers were responsible for her death. Now, it wasn't me and it wasn't you who fired the shots that killed her, but a black attorney general determined that no police officers were responsible for the death of a black woman when the police went to her home in the middle of the night, did not have a no-knock, they used a no-knock warrant, meaning they didn't have to knock and could just barge into your home and just start firing shots. They... The police officers are not to be blamed. They're not to be held accountable. They're not to be charged with murder. And everybody sat down and said, huh, is this so? So later on this week, we are going to talk about another case in which a black police officer shot and killed a white woman. And he got time in jail. Plus, the city paid her family 20 million dollars. Even though by all indications she was wrong for, uh, for doing what she did, but still she's a white woman. So we're going to talk about that intersectionality this week. So if you ever wanted to talk about intersectionality, this was the week for it. I mean, we saw it all. America is still burning. The wildfires haven't stopped raging. The wildfires took a backseat to the politics of the day Because all of a sudden One Supreme Court justice died Before she, was, she wasn't cold yet They were announcing a pick to replace her Less than 40 days before the elections. The general elections are 35 days away And here the focus is on appointing a, a, a Supreme Court justice Let me tell you what is the real issue down here At this level People are worried about putting food on the table, keeping their homes. Remember I told you about my daughter's friends whose parents, both parents, lost their jobs? They have a mortgage. They had mortgaged their house to pay for their children's education, college education. Well, those mortgages are overdue. So here at this level, people are facing homelessness, joblessness, hopelessness, and you have a political system that is a mock and has gone completely all right. Like my daughter said yesterday, I'm going to quote her. She said, we're a galactic superpower. This happened not because we lack the resources. We can fix joblessness. We can fix homelessness. We can fix poverty. The politicians choose not to do it because dividing and conquer is a better ideology than making sure your citizens are taken care of. You know what I like about some of these white European countries? They seem to be very united on this one fact, providing an equitable and uh, uh, society where all can thrive. America is not built like that. America was founded on the principles of division, that is, divide and conquer. Hate one group of people so that another group of people prosper. It was only a matter of time before the whole thing began to disintegrate. At a time when Black women make up 13% of the population in America, a verdict comes from a black attorney general that says that this is this is wrong. No police officer should be held accountable. I don't even talk to, I won't even talk about the guy. He's such a sellout. He's such a total Uncle Tom. He's full of such tomfoolery. He's not worth my rhetoric. You know why? Because nothing is going to change him. He has sold his soul out to the highest bidder, some white man, and sold his soul out that he will sell his own soul. The woman he's married to should be very careful because if it is necessary, he will sell her out too, just to achieve his political ends. He wanted power at the expense of his own skin. I don't know what kind of explanations he provides to the people who look like him because there are people who look like him. There are people in his family who look like him, who knew him from he was a kid. I don't know what he tells them about the racial violence that is taking place in our country and how on his watch. I don't even know what he's going to say to himself. People like that you don't argue with. Don't try to dissuade them because they're already convinced of the, Stock, the Stockholm Syndrome is really all. It has claimed their minds, they're siding with the oppressor, and they are intent on proving to the rest of us that they are right in siding with the oppressor. What else can you say about a black man in his black skin who sold out the verdict on Breonna Taylor and has the nerve to stand before the whole public and tell us that non-police officer? is responsible. Just a few months ago in the summer, there was another black attorney general. His name is Keith Ellison in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. He's real. He's from Detroit though. So you know how that is, It's kind of fearless. He stood before the whole state, the whole country and the whole world and said, we're gonna find, we're gonna charge these police officers and we're gonna hold them accountable. Because what happened to George Floyd is wrong and we have a broken system of justice that needs to be reformed. Straight up, straight up. He's black too. What's the difference between him and Cameron in, in Kentucky? The person. Defined by your personhood. Defined by who you are and who you think you are and who you think you should be. Defined by what you believe. I guarantee you this morning, Daniel Cameron has a Bible in his hand and he's headed to church. My friends, do not be fooled. People jump up and side with what, whatever they want to believe in. This is what is happening in our country right now. There are a group of people who are firing guns on, on unarmed black protesters, but they're going to church on Sunday and wielding a Bible. There's still no difference. And the white man who was a slave owner who raped the black slave the night before, pillaged her husband, killed her brother, stuffed uh, all kinds of stuff and sodomized her black male black relatives. And then Sunday morning had the nerves to pick up the Bible and the cross and dare to say that something is wrong with the rest of you for not doing what I tell you to do. Do you see what I'm saying? So there is this conflict. It, it is a conflict that has torn the country apart. There is a leader who is intent on retaining power at all costs, by any means necessary. He stokes the fires of racism. He pits one group of people against the other continually in an effort to retain his power. And he does that over and over and justified. And we have a media that is so broken that the media would rather Per, to the extent that they destroy the society. They are just as bad as the, politi- the political spectrum. They're just as bad. They continue to promote and promote every word coming out of this man's mouth so they can make ratings, so that they can make money in advertising dollars at the destruction of the entire society. That's the American media. They are just as as bad. That is why America is still burning. People are still upset. 31.8 million Americans have been without a job since March. Jesus, I didn't know it would get started this quick, right? 31.8 million people without a job. And you are worried about putting a woman on the Supreme Court, a woman who believes that only men in a household should vote. She's going to overturn abortion Imagine that. So she's telling us that if your brother or your male relative rapes you, it's okay. They're putting her on the Supreme Court before the end is over, before the elections. And you are all sitting back and stoking the fires. You have the nerve this morning to get up and say you're going into a church, which God are you appealing to you Are not appealing to the true God? You are likeness of God, a likeness of what religion should be, but you are not. This is why people hate organized religion, because it does not represent the view of the masses. At heart, people want to serve God. But how are they going to serve a God when you look around and you see a woman who tells us women that only the men in a household should vote? So what about me? I don't have a man in my household because men left. Because some men decided that they're not going to be part of their families. Some men decided that it's not enough to be called father and husband. They don't want that part of the accountability. They don't want to be held accountable to being the husband or the father part, the part where they have to be committed and faithful. They don't want that. So where does she come from with this foolish idea that women's reproductive rights are not right and only men in a household should vote? Don't tell me about faith. That's race baiting. Only white privileged people can afford to have religion because only you can afford to believe that everything is going to turn around if you turn around three times because in the real world, it does not work like that. I told you about my daughter's friend whose family, whose parents lost their job. Can I just help you out? They're suburban, they're white, they lost their job. I've talked to hundreds of people who have lost their businesses who have lost jobs as a result of the pandemic, if they decide to go all MAGA on the rest of us, I mean, it's kind of justified because they thought they were part of the middle class for so many years. Then they found out they hadn't saved enough. They couldn't save because they were busy all the time using credit to pay Rob Peter, to pay Paul, but they were going along because the society was geared for them. And then the pandemic came and it didn't care what color you were, despite what Jerry Kushner wants you to believe that since it was first happening in blue states, they were going to make it the governor's fault. So they didn't have to do anything about applying any kind of intervention, even though this is a galactic superpower. America has the funds to stop homelessness in its tracks. America has the funds to cut off poverty. America has the funds to fix the jobless rate and pay citizens until we get the economy back up. America has the money, but why? America is not going to do it because America likes us to be divided and conquered. It wants to keep one race superior and another inferior. It wants to keep one group of people up and another group of people down. Do I have a witness up in here? This is why we are burning. It's our collective beliefs. It's our collective ignorance. It's our collective laser fear attitude. It's our collective disregard, complete and utter disregard for people, our complete and utter disregard for the suffering of others. It's our complete and utter disregard that grown men are having sex with children before our eyes and we won't hold them accountable because other people are doing it. They pay off the police, they pay off law enforcement, they pay off everybody, they pay off even the judges when they want to, just to make sure they're not prosecuted. It's our collective disregard for the sufferings of millions of black people over 400 years. That's why we are burning. That's why our climate is disregarded. It's the collective suffering of ignoring scientists and dismissing them as hayward and dismissing them as wayward people who are just on a limb somewhere because they're not repeating the political rhetoric. It's happening or complete disregard for people whose opinions are not similar to ours. So we push them aside. Political leaders push them aside and declare them irrelevant, even though they're speaking truth. It's our complete disregard for children in inner city communities who we have disregarded for decades and decades. They're not our children. They're not my color. I don't care about them. Let them be. Take the money out of their schools. They don't deserve an education. After all, education is not a right. Rick Snyder, a very rich white man who was governor of Michigan, said that. It's our complete disregard for the plight of black women and Latina women who work in factories and who work line jobs where they twist and turn and hurt their bodies and have heavy periods that manifest as fibroids. And it's this complete entire healthcare system is racist. Whether you are white Or you're an Asian doctor, you are racist against black people who walk into your facilities and ignore how these women are mistreated and they have heavy periods over time that contribute later on to them getting sick. And because of the poverty in the society, they can't think right. They're under stress. They end up with high blood pressure. You know what you all do? All of you, the white establishment, you know what you do? You say it is their eating habit. You eat the same darn things. You eat macaroni and cheese. You eat mashed potatoes. You eat eggs. You eat butter on your damn toast. But you don't end up with high cholesterol. You don't end up with diabetes. You know why? Because you go to the doctor because you have health care. And racism in health care is not practiced against you. So when black people go to the doctor and say, I feel funny, I feel a pain in my head, I feel a pain here, they're ignored. Complete and utter disregard for people who are human. Complete and utter disregard. We stop helping our own people right here on our shores. Right here, you want to talk about singing song about from sea to shining sea. Where is that? That's a question. Coast to coast, east coast to west coast. Show me the money. Show me the money that has been collectively captured over years, over hundreds of years in taxes. Where is all that money? put aside for some rich-ass man to become a political fool and to parade this country like we're nobodies, to treat the citizens of this country and the people who reside within these borders and leave them smack dead in the midst of a simple fire. Doesn't it sound true, though? It's just like a rich and powerful man is felled because he dropped his pants one night. Doesn't it sound true? It's the same thing. We're rich and powerful. Galactic energy. We're like the Marvel comics, Superman, Superwoman. We just sweep into a country and save them. And then a virus came. And because we had a blubbering idiot who decided that it wasn't his problem, he probably just said, who are you talking to? A virus? Me? Not coming near me and my family. Look at me. It's for them. And you all sat there, the rest of you, and you said, well, at least I'm not black so it's not going to happen to me. Who are you kidding? He's appointing someone to the Supreme Court who's going to take away your health care. So your pre-existing condition, your autistic kid who is at home, that's a pre-existing condition. It won't be covered by your health care very soon. Sit back there. The cancer that they're treating you for and they're treating your family members for, guess what? It won't be covered by your health care very soon. Isn't it a wonder that we are burning East from the West Coast. Is it any wonder that the Breonna Taylor verdict had such an impact? Is it any wonder? People are sitting back and saying, wait just a minute, you really intend not to change the system. You really intend not to overturn white supremacy and white power. White power is the root cause of all these problems. White power, the belief and the structure that created institutionalized systemic racism, structured racism, That is the problem. You really are not going to change it. So you're going to find people and you're going to convince them that because you're white and powerful, I will fix you up and put you in a position. But you're going to do and say as I do. That's what happened to Daniel Cameron. I pray this morning, wherever he is, for the rest of his life, every time. He lifts his hands to put a drink or food to his mouth. I pray that his hands tremble. I pray he chokes on every word that eschews from his mouth from here on out. I pray that he has such a condition that he trembles for the rest of his life. Why? Because you sold out Brianna Taylor and you sold out every black woman in the state of Kentucky who will he- ever have a negative encounter with law enforcement. That's what you did, Mr. Sellout Cameron. Come check me out. I'm not afraid of you all. Why? You know why? Because I have this belief system that all men and women are created equal. I don't buy, I never bought into this idea that one group of people are inferior and one group of people are superior. I never bought into that foolishness. I never bought into that, especially when I live in America. To me, you get to your position because people actually bought your song and dance routine and voted for you. I don't believe in this inherited power and this political dynasties that are passed from one generation. I don't believe in that. Because from what I know about wealthy people and people who are in power, they do things behind the scenes like having sex with children. They rape and pillage People who don't, can't do better. They have sex with their maids and their housekeepers. Give them children and disregard those children. They have sex with 15-year-olds and 12-year-olds while boy, little boys are in the room. They send to other countries and import and pay for people like their slaves and bring them here. So I don't believe in wealthy, powerful people because their wealth is a privilege that they hide behind. That means they have enough dollars, they can pay someone off to buy justice. So I don't believe in that. I also don't believe in justice because justice is not fair. Well, if you're white, it is. A 17-year-old boy named Kyle Rittenhouse crossed state lines, drove from Illinois into Wisconsin. I kid you not, Open fire on a group of protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he's still not locked up. The ju- because he didn't come to court because he wasn't feeling good, the judge said it was okay. A black man, he just needs to drive around in his own neighborhood. And he gets locked up for possession. It's a felony. He gets locked up for carrying a gun. He gets locked up for firing the gun. He just does time. But a 17-year-old kid crossed state lines, crossed state jurisdictional lines. And he still has not been locked up for shooting an unarmed white protester in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Justice is not fair. Breonna Taylor was shot in her nightgown because she heard a commotion and ran into the hallway outside of her bedroom in her apartment that she pays for. She had just finished working as a paramedic. Imagine that. In the midst of a pandemic, she told her family she was more worried about getting the virus because, as a, you know, they are in the, they're always picking up people. Those are essential frontline workers. She went to bed. The police used a no-knock warrant and went in and shot her. She was shot five times. And you have a Mr. Sellout. Mr. Sellout, Daniel Cameron. He's a sellout. You're a sellout. Anybody who walks around in my skin and you conform and agree with a racist system that continues to t- t- perpetrate lies and wickedness on, on on your own, you're a sellout. America is burning. We're burning literally. We're imploding from within. You want to tell me that politicians aren't wicked? 31 million people, not 31, not 3,100, not 31,000, not 310,000 Not even 3.1 million, 31.8 million people are without jobs. 31.8 million people have lost their security. They have lost their homes. They don't live anywhere. They're wandering the streets. They don't have a job and no hope to get a job because the jobs that they work have been wiped out by this pandemic. And the president is riding around in Air Force One, and all he's intent on is for the rest of his days, he can continue to ride in Air Force One. And if he can fix the Constitution and rip it apart so that his children will ride in Air Force One for the rest of them, I'm like, you are silly and stupid. If you continue to believe like that, you won't have a country, you idiots, to ride around in Air Force One. America won't be great if that happens. The greatness of America was because we had a system that changed power and changed leaders when we're dissatisfied with how one does it. We're not great because we created dictatorships. So while you are sitting there plotting and scheming how you're going to hold on to power for as long as you want, just understand that you're gonna have a case of the Hunger Games on your hands. And you're going to be subject to be invaded by other people. Because the minute you are no longer number one, what happens? They start what? Picking on you and undermining you. And all of a sudden, the people whom you could depend on suddenly say, I don't think so. I think I have to protect my own self. So go on in your foolery. And you're, as I like to call it, your tomfoolery. And keep on believing in that in the mix. I don't know where you all got that from. It's that silly as they come. You don't even have the gift to see into the future that that is not a likely scenario. And that's not a workable scenario because you will lose your footing in the world. Do you understand that the reason America is great is because other countries think America is great? So if you start promoting (coughs) dictatorship, what's going to happen? America won't be great anymore. Do I have a witness? America is burning because we don't support education for all. Let me read that one more time. Right now, we have a situation where kids are staying home in some old school districts because of the pandemic. Let me lay that out for you. So in a school district, it's not just the teachers and the principals. What about the people who are the ancillary staff? The janitorial staff. What about the support people who work in the offices? What about the security guards in schools? What about the school safety officer, as you like to call him, the ones who like to pick on young black kids and give them a a, a criminal record? Maybe they should lose their jobs for real. But in a typical school district, it's not just the teachers. So what about those people if the schools are not in session? Those people are what? They're not working, they're not getting paid. What happens to their mortgages and their way of life? It's threatened, right? So here's the inequity. The part that really jolts me is that we recognize that not everybody can pay Comcast $500 a month for basic internet service. Come on now, we all know it buffers. If you have AT&T, it's worse, right? So their parents aren't working, so they can't afford the internet. They also don't have what? The devices to access the Internet. So they don't have laptops. Forget tablets. Because some of the programs you use, you need a laptop to be able to do it. Right? So what happens? But we do have cable. And we can have TV. Right? Most homes in America have a television set. Why haven't we made education broadly accessible? Why haven't we put those programs on TVs? But we'd like to have politicians who go and talk about the inequities in the system and how there are some communities that do not have internet. And I'm like, you have a TV. You can't send the signal to TV. Why aren't the programs loaded in a spin on TV? So every child in the household can tune into the TV and watch the one that suits them. Hello. They did it in the 1950s. What's wrong with 2020? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Inequities in education. Let's talk about racism in healthcare. So, there was a black man who was president. Now that we look at it, we really wonder how that happened. It was a fluke, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Must have been a different time in a different country, I swear he decided to create health care for all because America can't afford it. Yes, we can. Look at me, we can. But you have people like Mitch McConnell who doesn't think so because he's racist to the core and he is a descendant of slave owners. So this black man who was president created uh, Obamacare. In order for it to get passed, the Republicans uh, inserted a, a, a caveat that insurance companies were going to determine how much we pay. So just like your car insurance, they came up with the idea of deductibles. Now, every insurance policy typically has a deductible, but for health, it was minuscule. You know what deductibles are on your health insurance policy? It's $3,000, 5000 or $8,000. Here comes the pandemic. People can't feel that some sort of way, feel like it. itch in your throat, you feel something. You can't go to the doctor because why? Because your deductible on your insurance was so high. People are ashamed to talk about this because it makes them sound like they're poor. It makes you feel like you feel some type of way because you're like, I can't even do that. So they waited, waiting to be diagnosed, waiting to see if it will get better. Then they end up at the emergency room. By the time they get to the emergency room, it's full on corona. Life interventions, that they're getting better now, less people are dying because medical system is no smarter about what to look for and what interventions to apply. So now they don't, People are not dying, but it's not stopping the rate of infection. I read recently where Dr. Fauci said that really, it's only 9% of the population that has been exposed to the coronavirus, so herd immunity is not going to happen. It's not even 10% of the population that's been exposed to it. So if the politicians are waiting, which I know that's what they're thinking, if everybody gets it and everybody is exposed to it, then we won't have to worry about a vaccine, that's what you call inequities in healthcare. So you don't have enough on your health insurance policy to go to the doctor. So you stay home with something. That's why people are dying. Because you don't feel good, but you can't go to the doctor because you can't afford it. Because your health, by the way, your health insurance is like what? Three to $600 a month. Some people pay $800 a month in health insurance. So when they lost their jobs, might as well everybody go back on state insurance, Medicaid. Guess what? In some states, what do you think the Republicans did in some states? They opted out of Medicaid. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. Overturn this wickedness on behalf of the people. Do you see the inequities in, in, in health care right now? I don't know about Medicare for all, but I think we need to have universal health care. I don't know if you're going to call it universal health care, but I think we, everybody should be able to go to the doctor when they feel sick. That's, how, that's what I believe. And guess what? We can't afford it. We can't pay for it. If we want to have a population and a group of people but then again, that's the problem. We don't want a population who is healthy. See, when you look at Northern Europe, the reason it works well in Northern European countries is because what, they were predominantly white. It's only in the, the last 10 to 12 years, 15 years, that they have been an influx of people from Africa and the Middle East. So for years, their population could live longer because they were predominantly white, so they believed in health care for all. I believe that everybody who is sick should be able to go to the doctor. And I believe you should be able to get at least basic medication to help you get through it. That's what I believe. So I don't know if you call it Medicare for all, but I believe everybody should have it. And certainly, if you are older and you can't help yourself, you definitely should have it. I believe that. That's what makes us as a society. That's what makes us human and humane. But the way they color it, they make it sound like, well, that would apply to blacks and blacks. Black people are lazy. So black people don't deserve it. Hello, let me bring you back. In 1870... Black slaves in the South were valued at $3 billion, while the amount of currency in circulation was $450 million. Let me say that one more time. When they start telling you how black people are lazy, let me repeat. In 1870, the cost, the value of black people who were slaves and owned by white people was $3 billion every time. Somebody says a black person is lazy. I want to throw the facts in your faces. So we talk about why is America burning? Well, it wasn't enough that they did red linings to make sure that only white people issued loans and homeowners loans that only white people could afford to live. They came up with gerrymandering. You know what that is? They changed a population, changed the geography of the land and made it so that only candidates whom they like could vote. So you find that in some cities, like even Detroit, you find some white people who are running as senators and you're like, how did that happen? That's not even supposed to happen. So black people look at that and they're like, I ain't even going to vote because I ain't voting for him because he doesn't represent my interests. They gerrymandered districts. You think I'm joking? Look at the census. The president of the United States decided to stop the census. Because he doesn't want it counted how many black and brown people live in communities, which will determine how many elected representatives are organized based on how many people live in a sector. You heard me. That's gerrymandering. That's how it starts. Do you see what I'm saying? These are all Republican ideals and ideas. The problem is not just Donald Trump. He's the symptom of the problem. The problem is the Republican Party. The problem is the Republican Party, who promotes this idea of elitism and exclusivity. And they got it in their man, Donald. Donald came and embodied everything, and he was charismatic enough that he got them to agree with him. So he tells them that this is what it is. They say, all right, he's our man. He will get the votes that will keep us in power. That is why America is burning. We have completely disregarded the interests of indigenous peoples. Remember those? We call them Native Americans. Yeah, we we lock them up freely. They don't get access to health care, so they die out. They don't get access to a non-biased justice system. And we wonder why these things are happening. Why wouldn't they happen? We've completely, we're so polluted the gospel, and so polluted Christianity that when people hear Christians know they turn their head the other way because Christianity is now associated with what mass killings, people who are mass shooters, people who are racist and who are haters, and people who are hypocrites. You are up here talking about who should have sex, but you're busy having sex with a man and a woman all at the same time. But you're telling the rest of us that only people who are married should have sex. You ain't married to a man, so how was he having sex? You were having sex with him, watching him have sex with your wife. That's a sexual relationship. But you're telling people that only people who are married should have sex. You see the hypocrisy? People just say, I can't be bothered with those people who are Christian. You say you're a Christian, but you hate the people who live within your own country. Black people are your neighbors, and you hate them. But Sunday morning, find you picking up a cross and a Bible. Sometimes, you got. if you've ever read the Bible, have you read the Bible? Sometimes, when you see them acting like this, don't you ever wonder how the Bible doesn't tremble in their heads? And you realize, you know what it is? Grace. A man named Jesus Christ. Because how some of these people get away with their utter and complete racism. And then Sunday morning, get up. How those, that, by the way, I found out. The two men who shot Ahmad Arbery. Did you know they were former police detectives? You know why it was kept on the wraps for so long? They are retired police detectives. A little known fact. That they won't talk about in Georgia, because what? Because they are retired police detectives. That means the entire law enforcement system at the local level is so racist that you pull over a black man, a black man's pullover to get some sleep in a, in a McDonald's in a Wendy's, and then you decided you're going to shoot him when he's walking away because he says, "I don't want to go to jail because he just fell asleep. He didn't break the law. He fell asleep got off the road, he's drunk. Okay, so give him a sobriety test. But you don't shoot him in his back. That is why America is burning. Because when the rest of us sit back and look at it, we can all identify with the instances of racism that landed on us. Maybe my story will never be a Breonna Taylor. My story will probably never be a George Floyd or an Ahmaud Arbery. But I have experienced racism, and there are millions of people like me who have experienced racism. And we are like, enough is enough. So what happens on a Sunday morning? Traditionally, we are supposed to be in church, but the people in the church and who run the church are sellouts, just like the Kentucky Attorney General. They're sellouts. Where is the church calling out racism? And calling for a change in the Breonna Taylor verdict and calling for a change to all instances of black women being violated and imprisoned by white police officers. Where's the church? I'm not the only person who went to church, y'all. I'm not the only preacher. Where is the rest of them? They're all sellouts. They're more interested in being seen with politicians. They're more interested in being the friend or being on call to politicians than they are. In standing for something They don't stand for justice They stand for money They want your money Give me your money So I can be rich And I can feel like it. You know, it, it's one of those things Where I look at them and I'm like Are you a fool or are you not? What color skin are you walking around with? <laughs> you do realize that when the time comes For disenfranchisement Your money not going to save you Because they're going to create a law that's, That has not been repealed off the books That a black person walking around without a job and without being attached to a plantation is a vagrant. You do know that law is still on the books. Okay. So they'll just disenfranchise you. Take away your property. And you become just like the rest of us. Ladies and gentlemen, until we collectively realize that we must change, we're going to continue to burn. After Biden is elected, if we don't address these problems of systemic racism, this is why this campaign goes on and on. He focuses on the things that he says needs to be fixed. He says, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to change it. The thing with Biden is that we buy it, not because emotionally we buy it, but we look at his record. He was vice president to a black man never tried to make it seem like the black man was an, no, he never bought into any of that. He served the black man. And we look at him and we are like, but we know you for a while, dude. We never heard you say some of this stuff that this man has said and done in four years. So after he's elected, we wanna see meaningful change being implemented. I don't wanna hear about the machinations of Mitch McConnell maneuvering the Senate to suit his own will. He's an 80 year old man. I don't know why he's still breathing. I don't know how God have mercy on people like him who continue to ram racism down our throats because he's an angry old white man. That's all. They're just angry and old. And the society as they see it will never come back to the society they grew up in. They can't imagine ruling and reigning And being alive and not having to rule and reign is the craziest thing. Uncle Mitch, sit down. Go take your rest, sir. Go sit down. You've done 35 years in the Senate. That's too long. We need term limits. People should not be appointed for for lifetimes. We need to stop that. That's ridiculous. That's creating a system where people with special interests continue to prevail. That's what's part of the problem. The problem is so multifaceted that we have to break it down so we can break it down. We have to break it down because it is so endemic and institutionalized. The racism itself became an institution and became a way of operating. It's called white power, where white power reigns supreme over people's lives. Some of you all are saying, well, I'm white and I ain't powerful. Well, what are you going to do about that? How are you going to change that? You're going to continue to elect people who are billionaires they've never been for, so they can't identify with you. Maybe that's why most people are switching to Biden because he is not a billionaire. He's never been a billionaire. The guy barely has $4 million after how many years in public service. So it's most likely that someone like him will actually listen to you. Then you have a billionaire who is busy counting his money. He has made $1.7 billion as president because he sent a bill to the government every time he travels. He insists on staying at his own places and he sends the bill to the government. They shut down everybody, whoever talked about it. When all of this becomes public after that, there's going to be some hell to pay. And some of you who are running around right now you're going to be so radio silent. It's unbelievable when you hear about the abuses and excesses that have taken place. The rest of us believe it because we have seen it. And since we were never a part of it, we weren't invited into it. We weren't invited in to share the spoils because we were rendered insignificant because of the color of our skin. We have a president who believes in white supremacy. He believes that whites are superior. He does. How did we get to the stage that we elected someone in 21st century America who believes that? He believes that whites are superior. How? How? Let's ask ourselves that question. I love my country, but my country does not love me. My country does not see me as a person. My country does not see beyond my color. My country does not see that I'm an author and speaker. My country does not listen to me on solutions ending violence against women and girls. Otherwise, I would have gotten all the money that I applied for from the federal government. I stopped. My country does not believe that I'm a person of impact, even though my children are in college and one is a lawyer. My country does not believe I have a contribution to make. My country does not value my intellect. My country does not value me because my country sees me only through the veil of my color. And rest, therefore, on the fact That as a person of color I have no contribution to make So America We can love America all we want But America, they ain't loving us back And it's time for that to change The love that you show Is reversing racism in healthcare Reversing racism in housing Reversing racism in, in education Reversing racism In employment Reversing racism in the, uh, the loans that I apply for. Reversing racism in the credit cards that I apply for. Give me my share of the pie. Otherwise, forget about 40 acres and a mule. We'll just charge you. Just send you a bill for everything else that is owed. Thanks so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. This has been our Sunday morning edition. Continue to view my pages on Anchor FM, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Subscribe if you can. I greatly appreciate it. Buy my books, Through the Fire. It's available. I can't even find a copy. It's available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Make sure you go to Amazon.com and look me up, as well as follow me on Google. I'm verified on Google. I forgot about that. It's been a while. (laughs) Follow me on Google, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already done so. We have a lot going on. It's still some days before the election. Are you ready? Are you registered to vote? Request your ballots. Vote early. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed.